obviously I'm the heated person <laughs> in our our group our podcasting group i just get so mad i i was identifying so hard with jade when he was talking about his like he was like just get just frustrates me and i was like that's me i had to tell him to calm down but he was really? getting a little up about the ins- insurance part yeah because yeah. i mean there's nothing you can do about it just you know accept what it is and move on but no it's wrong <laughs> Taking supplements and vitamins is not only important for our prenatal journey, but also throughout pregnancy. If you're thinking of becoming a mama, you've likely been told to take a prenatal, but not all prenatals are created equal. So here's what we know. And what we've tried. (laughs) So where do you kind of want to start? It looks like you have like a definition or... Yeah, well, I don't have much of a definition, but I have here that taking a prenatal every day is one of the most important things we can do to prepare for pregnancy and during pregnancy obviously like it's just preparing your lining or like there's certain things in there that give you the nutrients so your body can ovulate or just everything i think it just helps balance your body so that you're not lacking in anything okay Well, sneak peek, we're going to do an episode on um, the book, It Starts with the Egg by Rebecca Fett. Is that how you say it? I'd say Fett, yeah. I'm sure most of you guys have heard of this book if you are deep in the infertility pit that we're in. So There was a study done on folate and ovulation in the It Starts with the Egg book. When researchers at the Harvard School of Public Health analyzed the data from Nurses Health Study, they found that the women who took a daily multivitamin were much less likely to have infertility due to ovulation problems. Oh, okay. Maybe I should get back on the prenatals. (laughs) And that study was just taking it just even a few times a week, not even every day. Oh, wow. But, I mean, it makes sense because it's filling your body with what it's lacking. Yeah, it's just preparing a lot of people take a, a multi, like a multivitamin, a daily. It's your general woman's vitamin. Yeah, and just your general woman's vitamin, which is similar, just it doesn't have the folate in it. And probably the B vitamins. Yeah. And then I just wrote down kind of what some of the other vitamins did. So B6 and B12 make it easier to become pregnant. They reduce your miscarriage and birth defect chances. Hmm. That actually, that goes with not necessarily depression, but just to do with mood swings and hormone balancing. And the B6 came up for me quite a few times in my searches. So I tried it and I actually did find that when I was taking it, I started having more energy. I felt like I was having less downtimes. Taking the B6, it really did help me with a lot of things. I felt like the weight wasn't staying on me as much. Like I I felt like there was this period of time where I felt like I was just gaining weight like crazy and I didn't feel like I was changing my eating habits or anything. And it was kind of freaking me out. And I felt like when I was taking the B6, it kind of just helped regulate things a little bit more or at least it slowed down the weight gain. But the biggest thing for me was the B6 just gave me more energy. I was not as lethargic. It did kind of, it was kind of a mood elevator for me. So I really recommend it. It's something to try if you're really 
losing energy. Um, the only thing that got with me was I was taking that as a separate vitamin. So then when I started taking it in combination with a prenatal that already has B6, I started getting too much of the B vitamin and it turned my pea green. <laughs> yeah, I did the same exact thing. And so. it freaked me out. And I was like, oh, I, you know, I'm not a doctor. I haven't talked to a doctor about this. I'm just going to stop. So I stopped taking it. And also, I think my problems kind of changed. So I stopped really needing it as much. But I did take it for a couple of months, like three months, and it felt like it really helped me. That's good. I took it for about a month and it just made me really jittery. So I stopped to like, maybe it was just the time of day I was taking it. Maybe I was taking it too late, but I'd lay down to try to go to bed and I just, I would start shaking and needing to like twitch and mm-hmm. I just couldn't relax. So I stopped taking it because I think I was getting too much because it was also in my prenatal or woman's vitamin that I was taking at the time. So just be careful. Yeah, that's why they always say that you're supposed to talk to your doctor about all the vitamins that you're taking. But (laughs) I think that none of us do that, (laughs) maybe as much. Yeah. The next one I had was the zinc and iodine that's found in vitamins. And those are necessary for your thyroid function. Underactive thyroid suppresses ovulation and it raises the risk of miscarriage as well. Hmm. Yeah, see, I didn't really think too much about the zinc and the iodine, but I tried, I heard about magnesium and I don't know if you heard about the magnesium, but I was following these people on Instagram and they were saying like magnesium helps your body absorb nutrients from other vitamins better. And then it's supposed to help with PCOS. I think in that book that it starts with an egg, they talk about magnesium in it too. But the one thing with magnesium is it can stop you up. It can make you um, constipated. constipated. And so then I kind of freaked out about that because I was like, what if I'm giving myself this pill that I don't need? And then <laughs> so I stopped taking that. But that's what I had heard. But so zinc and iodine, I never thought about. Right. I think it's just hard because you hear about a vitamin somewhere and how it's supposed to help. And so you start taking it, but paired with something else you're already taken, it makes you react crazy. So I think that's just like, it's a guessing game with vitamins. Mm-hmm. You have to get the right combination and try not to take too much. And it takes three months. Like they say, any kind of vitamin that you take, you're supposed to do for three months before you start seeing like an impact or a result, which that's a long time of taking a vitamin. I don't know. And three months? Yeah, three months. And then you're like, well, if I'm not getting results, then I stop. <laughs> okay. And then the other just general vitamin that should be included was melatonin. And there was a study done in the book as well. Oh, I just wrote that melatonin um, is a even more powerful antioxidant than vitamin C and vitamin E, which I know antioxidants is like a big thing. But I hadn't, I didn't know that melatonin was more powerful than your vitamin C. But melatonin, it helps your eggs mature and the development quality of them. That's interesting because I used to take melatonin, but just to sleep, just to help me sleep. Mm-hmm. So I have not in the TTC taken melatonin because I don't have sleep. I was stressed, so I was having trouble sleeping. So I took the melatonin to help me sleep, but I 
don't have that problem anymore. So, and I've still heard I've heard a few mixed reviews on the melatonin. So, that probably is one to talk to your doctor about. But I mean, if you're already like, if you if it's nice, it helps you relax to go to bed and. I right. mean, That's, if you have trouble sleeping. Yeah, specifically for PCOS, then. It's supposed to help. Yeah. Hmm. We asked on our Instagram who's used melatonin before, and we actually got some responses. I think they were all no. I, there was a yes. I saw one. I saw a yes. Yes. So it looks like the majority of you have not, but there are a couple of you guys who have tried melatonin I don't know if it if you guys specifically were trying it because you had PCOS or if you were just trying it because it was to help you sleep. But it's something to think about. Yeah, that's sure. an interesting one to specifically try on its own and see if it helps. Okay, and then before we get into all the vitamins we've taken, should we talk about what we want in prenatal vitamins? Yep. Yeah, let's see what, what does the American College of OBGYN recommend. Okay, so DHA, I don't know what that is, but you need 500 milligrams in a prenatal vitamin, and that goes to your nervous system and your retinal development. I guess not yours, the baby's, but I guess it could help. That makes sense because your nervous system and your eyes are connected, so it would make sense that it would help both of them. All right, so DHA, never heard of it, but you need 500 milligrams. Um, folic acid, you need 400 micrograms or MCGs if you're looking at the bottle. And that helps you prevent birth defects. Not folic acid. That's the big one that you hear all the time. That's the one that makes you nauseous, right? I think so. Based off of it. And there's like a difference between folic acid and folate. Because I've heard that too, where the folate and the folic acid do similar or the same things, but um, one makes you nauseous and one doesn't, I think. Interesting. I thought one was just the past tense of it, but I guess that doesn't make sense either. (laughs) I definitely, yeah, folate is different. It says that it is, it's a treatment for certain types of anemia. And it is given to women. A large percentage of women, up to 60%, have a defect in their MTHFR gene that doesn't allow them to properly convert synthetic folic acid into active methylfolate. As such, women taking folic acid may not be absorbing their B vitamins as expected. For this reason, it is preferable to take folate either from whole food sources or supplements. So they're the same, but the folic acid is the synthesized version, which is like, um, it's more of the man-made one. Yeah. The man-made, the processed foods and supplements versus the folate is more of the like all natural version of it. So they're just saying that some people have trouble absorbing the folic acid and the folate will actually be absorbed better versus the two okay and then in the book it starts with the egg there was a section here on folate which is a lot of the pcos disorder links mm-hmm. usually there's a lack oh, here. of right here. there is so much in this book you're just gonna have to read it because there was 
there's no way that we can just pull out everything everything so we stay tuned for that there will be an episode where we'll talk about what we think about the book if we thought it was helpful um it's everywhere i heard i've heard about this book in every facebook group that i'm a part of so going back to the vitamins you need in a prenatal um another one is iodine and you need 200 micrograms mcg and that helps with your thyroid health. So kind of we were talking about that a little earlier. And then iron, you need 27 milligrams. milligrams. Yeah, MG. Yeah, it's milligrams. been a, a while since I've been in a science class. Um, 27 milligrams. And this just helps with your blood volume. So I'm assuming it's just your blood, your red blood cells. Because I have anemia, which is the lack of iron in my red blood cells, or it's just a lack of red blood cells. Mm -hmm. And so I have to take a supplement. There's 45 milligrams of iron in it. So it's almost double what you need. And it's a whopping 250% of your iron for your daily diet. So probably it's good you're taking it because you have anemia and you're low in iron. But if you're like normal, you probably don't need to be taking. No, you do not need an extra iron supplement. <laughs> if your iron is fine. Yeah, your whatever's found in your prenatal should be plenty. So that's nice. It's a two for one. It's got the vitamin C in it as well. Yeah, because a lot of these prenatals, I mean, they have vitamin C, but. So I went to get vitamin C and one of my things, I saw vitamin C. So I went to the store mm-hmm. and I'm like. I don't know what was going on in my head, but I saw the big C. So I bought it and I got home and it's calcium. Like I bought bought calcium gummies instead of vitamin C. And then I never got around to buying the vitamin C, but I have a whole container of uh, calcium vitamins. So look at your labels before you buy it. Yeah, you got all of these science terms thrown on your bottles. Yeah. Okay, so B6, we've already previously talked about, but the recommended dosage is 1.9 milligrams. And then B12, 2.6 micrograms, so the MCG. Yeah, we briefly already talked about those, so we'll just leave those as is. Yeah, I've been noticing in a lot of my research that B vitamins are, like, huge for conception. Mm -hmm. All of them. Not even just those two. There's, like... Well, we found out the folic acid is a B vitamin, B9. It's just crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of B vitamins. So go back to vitamin C. It's uh, 85 micrograms, and that's just it helps boost your immune system and strengthens your bones. I thought that was calcium does that. Vitamin C does it too? Yeah, that was one that it said that it did that's that. Cool. But I think it's not vitamin D. It's not what's in milk, right? Vitamin D. I Yeah, the milk that I buy specifically, it says it has vitamin D and vitamin A. You got to look at your labels because not all milks have those. Sometimes they filter them out. Okay, so the vitamin D unit measurement is 600 IU, which, which is international units. I don't know why we can't just all stick to the same units, but... And I, I know when I thought that, like, milligrams and that kind of stuff is the... The, the universal, I mean, we're on the metrics. That, I thought that was the metric system. And that's like what everybody uses except for America. So I don't know what international units are. but <laughs> <laughs> 
we had to look up a lot of conversions. We were looking at our prenatal vitamins that we're taking and um, comparing them to these numbers. They don't always match up, so then you have to go on Google and convert. How many milligrams are in a microgram? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, the last vitamin recommended by the American College of OBGYN is your vitamin A. That is a whopping 10,000 IU, and that helps with healthy skin. Hmm. So, yay. Yeah, we all want to have glowing skin. All right, well, let's jump into our list of vitamins that we've taken. Specifically, I've tried the Ritual Prenatal, which is the the fancy, like, they're clear, and then they have the, the cool little, like, gold-looking middle. And it's florally tasting. That's what I liked about Floral, it. Huh? It tastes like flowers when you eat it. I really like. <laughs> I I really liked it compared to all the other prenatals that I've tried. Those ones taste the best. It was like, I don't know how to describe it. It was really good, and okay. they're very expensive. Um, I did not write the price, but we can ta- we'll tag it in our show notes so you know okay so besides flavor do you recommend it or um it was expensive so (laughs) i only did it for a month but i really liked the flavor um another one that i tried was the rainbow light prenatal one so that one i so i i'm really big into the organic like all natural Mm -hmm. I try. I've tried most of the all the prenatals I tried were organic. So this rainbow light one was in a Target is in Target, and it's got like a picture of a circle with like a rainbow on the outside. Okay. I don't know. I I tried it. That was also expensive. Didn't taste that great. Is I judged, it a pill? I judged. Yeah, it's a pill. So okay. all my all mine are pills. Um, there's actually this one that I found online that I sent to you that was liquid oh, that, no, in like a dropper. <laughs> so I'm almost curious to try that. Um, the only other one that I've tried so was the Garden of Life prenatal, which is also oh, and a, the My Kind Organics. They're all expensive. If I, anytime you do anything organic, all natural, it's always yeah. super pricey. I kind of just, they all made me nauseous except for the ritual. I feel like that one didn't make me nauseous. And I was really on the My Kind Organics and the Garden of Life. Those gave me really bad heartburn. Hmm. So I didn't realize this, but a symptom of the prenatals, one of the, it's not a symptom. What is a symptom? But what is it called? Side effect. Side effect, yeah is um heartburn so if you you're getting heartburn and you don't know why and it's not something normal for you um it could be your prenatal something about i think it's the folate yeah is what does pretty much everything to you and they made me really nauseous so that's kind of why i kind of stopped was they were pricey and i wasn't getting pregnant so then i was yeah upset about that and then Heartburn and not so if you are nauseous all the time, you're not gonna be a very happy person. And that's another reason why I took the B6 actually was it's supposed to help with nausea. So that kind of helped me too with the nausea. That's good. 
But if your heartburn's really bad, then talk to your doctor because I thought my heartburn would be because of prenatals and then being a gallbladder problem. Oh, no. So don't let it get to the point of pain. Yeah, don't <laughs> it be is, like it's me. inevitable. So I went to the doctor and I told him I was having heartburn and I was like, yeah, I kind of trying to change my diet. I like stopped eating red meat and they're like, oh, good for you. That's it? That's it. They didn't say anything else. Okay. So I'm like, oh, thank you. So if you have any sort of weight on you, they're just going to be like, yeah, that's part of being overweight. Good for you. Change your diet. I feel like Mm -hmm. that's everything that that has ever happened to me has been, they just, yeah, they just don't, they don't give you any help. I don't know if I, maybe I'm just a paranoid person, but I feel like they write notes on their little computer yeah. and then they never tell me what like I'm like can someone sit down and tell me Alyssa you're going on a path that we are concerned about and <laughs> we would like to talk to you about your life choices like at least say something instead of just being like oh yeah this is like not even being like oh yeah this is normal they took my blood pressure uh-huh. and I was like oh is that okay is that normal and they're like yeah like no elaboration no no oh Alyssa, your blood pressure is a little high like this could be related to your weight maybe this is something you should start taking into consideration or like oh your blood pressure is normal nothing i get nothing i get i literally get nothing Hmm. they never tell me anything they just whatever will get me out the door fast enough which is kind of why i do all the organic all natural stuff because i hate the Doctors make me mad. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a universal. I'm off my soapbox now. Okay. <laughs> we, can, we can move on. So what kind no, of prenatals good. did have you taken? Okay. So there were three kinds. I think there's more, but I couldn't remember what one of the other ones was. I couldn't even remember what the bottle looked like. So <laughs> anyway, um, the one that I kind of took for the longest time was one called Conception. Um, I bought it off Amazon. It comes with a really pretty blue label. This one was an or- all organic, natural. It was very earthy tasting. Like, it tastes like dirt to me. <laughs> but, you know, it was a pill. So, I mean, you don't really taste it too much. That one had a lot of the B vitamin because that my urine was straight yellow from day one. Oh, wow. It was pretty intense, but I felt great. It was very pricey. And I think that's why I stopped taking it. I took it for about six months. So, I mean, I stuck with it for a while. Yeah, that's a long time. Because it had such good reviews for PCOS users. And that's specifically what I was working on when I was taking it. I was trying to get that under control. It had the Mayo Innistol. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. In our last podcast, I think we could have pronounced it either. I was like... The Mayo Insole? How do you say Maybe it? Maybe that's what it is. But that was recommended for PCOS users, people. It's a vegetarian capsule. I, you know, just all nine yards went straight into this one. Like you did just go organic. Eventually stopped because it wasn't working, but there were other medications I ended up taking. And so I just put it aside and got a really cheap one. Um, and that's when I found the Vita Fusion. Um, this is like your generic slightly green colorful like you can find it cheap anywhere i think it's like a walmart amazon sells it it's just your kind of you type in prenatal and it's the first recommendation that comes up online um that one was a gummy so yay for gummies i'm a big (laughs) believer because i have a very sensitive stomach 
there was no corn syrup in it, which was good. Had your full dose of the folic acid, very easy on your stomach. And that's what I took throughout my whole pregnancy with Brody. Did absolutely fine. Wasn't any issues there. Currently, I am switching gears a little bit and I'm taking this Solomo. I don't know how to pronounce that <laughs> brand, but it's pretty much the same as the Vitafusion, but it's Amazon's generic store brand. It's slightly cheaper. They're gummies. Um, these ones have like little sugar crystals. I can't decide if I like those or not. <laughs> They're a little gritty. Mm-hmm. Those are what I take in. I'd recommend them all. But when it comes down to it, when you have to stick with it for so many months, you just got to get something that you can afford. So... Don't feel bad if you can't go the all natural organic Well, that's like, that's three times the price. Yeah. So the conception, the expensive one I took, it was about $30 for 60 capsules. And you probably had to take two a day. You two a day. So that's a month versus your $9 gummies that I've been taking. And those 90 gummies and you need two a month or not two a month, two a day. So the price is just astronomically different mm-hmm. and some of the I'm not gonna lie some of the prenatals that I took were in the like $40 range so yeah it's, mm. but when you get <laughs> I don't want to say desperate but when you get to the point where you need like if you think that's what's gonna help I think it's fine to try mm-hmm. you know as long as you can justify the price I really liked the organic one I took I just couldn't afford to keep taking it yeah, I looked at the doses of what you needed in prenatal and everything I needed was in what I was currently taking, so I switched. Nice. You were talking about the myoinsole. It was in your conception prenatal. So I had a friend who had PCOS. She recommended the Myo D Cryo insole off of Amazon. So I bought that, and it's supposedly supposed to help you ovulate. Uh, like if you have a problem with ovulating PCOS people, that's typically what your problem is. And it was supposed to help you ovulate. She said she started taking it and it made her ovulate and she got her period back and all that. So I tried that. I did that for about two months, I think. And I just was like, mm, I don't know. Cause I, I get my periods, but it seems like I get my period and I'm, don't ovulate. So it hmm. didn't, I don't know. So you stopped because you didn't think it was doing anything to aid your situation. Yeah. I kind of just stopped because it was pricey and we kind of stopped trying. So if you listen to the podcast on my journey through infertility, Cody and I decided to take a break. So I just stopped using it. Right. So I just stopped ordering it. And I haven't ordered it again. I don't necessarily know yay or nay on the topic, but I'm not currently using it anymore. The thing that I tried was the pre-mama conception. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of this. They're like the powder that you put in your water and you just drink it like Mm -hmm. a smoothie or whatever. We tried the for him and the for her. Oh, actually, plus I tried the pre-mama prenatal so they even have a prenatal I really liked the um the ritual prenatal and the pre-mama prenatal were very close but I really liked the ritual I I recommend the ritual over the pre-mama so it's a powder 
The prenatal was a pill, um, but the two, the for him and the for her conception were powders that you would put in your drink. So the female one, the for her, it was tasteless. It didn't have a taste Hmm. versus the for men. It was like a vanilla flavor. It was weird. Like you didn't have an option on the flavoring. Okay. It just, that's what it was. I know that they have there. It's a line that they do. So you do one for when you're coming off of your birth control, which I hadn't been on birth control. So I didn't do that one so that you're supposed to take that one for a month. And then, then you take the for her, the conception one, and then they have a prenatal. Not even a prenatal. There's like a a second step after the conception one. So we tried that for – the problem is is my cycles are really long, so they give you 30 days worth. Mm. And if you don't match up. And I want to get this right because this is going to be – make everybody know, but I'm pretty sure I spent $80 for for mine and $80 for his. So that was one month. <laughs> Did it so, do anything for you? Was it supposed so, to get your period back? Was that the goal? Or? So it had the, I think it had the insole in it. So it was supposed to help you ovulate. And it was like it had all of your stuff. I have heard of that one. That one I've seen float around on Facebook a few times in my recommended purchase. Yeah, they have different stages. See, Okay. Yeah, I've heard good things like that it helps with nausea and... Like there's the some, they put something in their powder drink. Oh, their powder. Pre-mama. So not quite $80, but if you look at it, it's $60 for their birth control cleanse. And like $40 for the su- fertility support. Okay. So $80 for both of them together. What does the male one work on? Is that sperm quality? Yeah, the sperm quality. It's a strawberry vanilla flavor. No, thanks. Cody wasn't a big fan of it. It's gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, so that's another reason why I took it. But that adds up. Yes. Like $80, and that's just for that, plus your prenatal, plus whatever else you're taking. But if it works for you, then, you know, yeah, we've just, between the two of us, have tried a plethora of (laughs) vitamins, and none seem to work too well for us. But yeah, so it was a little bit pricey, so that's kind of why I didn't do it. I was like, this was March (laughs) of 2020. So this was, I was really gung-ho about I would like to have a baby in 2020. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to throw all of the money in this last month to see if it works. So I think I spent like over $200 on supplements that month and just hoping something stuck. Just hoping something would work and no baby. (laughs) I've also tried the golden milk, which is like a turmeric. Um, it, it's all the antioxidants, all of the anti-inflammatory spices mixed in with milk as like a tea. I tried that. What was the purpose of that one? Anti-inflammatory stuff is supposed to just make your everything work. So like your gut health, your... Okay. They just say inflammation is bad. So like inflammation of your cervix. Okay. Have you heard of that? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I've never taken anything for it. Yeah, so that was kind of what the idea was behind that. And then I started taking a probiotic, which to me, I will preach, preach, preach probiotics now. I'm fully converted. I thought that it was a total fake thing. 
but um, I started taking a probiotic and I've, my whole life changed. I love them. Totally recommend 100%, 10 out of 10. The drinks or the pills, I know there's so many different So I am currently taking, it's called the U-Theory Spore Probiotics off Amazon. They're pills. I don't like kombucha. Like I don't like, it's like they look like little worms in the drink and I just, (laughs) no thank you. (laughs) So I'm, and I'm not a vinegar girl. I really don't like fermented drinks. I'm not a big fan. So taking the vitamin to me is way better, but you could do it. There's different like drinks and stuff you can do, but I just like the pills. The probiotic on top of a prenatal that's not doing any harm you're getting like double dose so i'm not taking a prenatal okay but the probiotics really all that's doing is balancing your gut health which i've come to find out that um, my gut plays a big part in how my body operates and i feel like i've now been taking the probiotics faithfully for the last four months and i really do feel like you know i supposedly i ovulated last month which is like a really big deal. So I'm like, more. I don't know if I can blame the probiotics or they helped me lose some weight. Like it, it just, it, it all adds up. So I, I 100% recommend the probiotic. And on it, honestly, now you've kind of convinced me to get back on a prenatal. So the myo-inositol, it's helpful in restoring ovulation and improving egg quality. Women who have PCOS or insulin resistance so there's been solid evidence that myo-inositol supplements can improve fertility, at least with women in PCOS. This says that it reduced the number of mature aches in embryos. Interesting. But the implantation rate was higher. Yeah. I feel like the science of pregnancy and conception is just constantly changing. Like we're all like modern medicine is constantly learning more and more things about what impacts everything. Right. And I feel like, you know, 10 years ago, they weren't telling people, they didn't know the difference between folic and folate. Right. And going back to calcium too, I know that was a big thing I remember hearing growing up. Like my mom was taking calcium supplements, but now they're kind of backtracking on taking calcium. Calcium or vitamin C? Calcium. Oh. Like a calcium supplement. Hmm. You're right, right? Because everybody was like, drink milk, it'll help. It has not calcium. Milk's, yeah, milk's not bad, but. Yeah. No. Anyway. So it's always changing. It's always fluid. Hopefully, maybe one day we'll have somebody on here who's a dietitian and that can explain things a little bit better than maybe than <laughs> we can. But it's something to look into. The main thing is, is you're looking at, when you're looking at your prenatals, there's certain parameters you have to meet. Right. And as long as your prenatal covers those, then you should be okay. Right. Right. Yeah. So in our show notes, we will link our favorite prenatals and supplements for you guys if you want to check those out. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Catch us every Wednesday. Follow us on Instagram at Life's Fertile Questions Podcast. And make sure you're subscribed so that you get notifications when a new episode posts. 
But if you follow our Instagram, we give little sneak peeks every once in a while and have fun little Q&As and things like that. Take your vitamins.